I had a customer just here recently, it was a healthcare organization that had a redundant supervisor set up in one of their switches. And unfortunately, in the middle of the day, the supervisor failed over to the secondary. So we start talking about how do we make sure that things like that don't happen in the future? And how do we streamline some of these operational workflows to make sure that we don't ever run or meet with issues again? That was Jason Gooley, a technical solutions architect for Cisco's worldwide enterprise networking sales team. Part of what Jason and his team do is to create the training and the content for field engineers. In this episode, Jason presents an overview of the trends and challenges of today's enterprise networks. Some of these challenges include setting up multiple VLANs, dealing with disparate networks, defining policies for LAN, WLAN, and WAN, and adding resources to scale. Jason originally presented this information in an intent-based networking webinar series hosted by the Cisco Learning Network. Now, being at Cisco, we're fortunate that we see a lot of different customers across the globe, which allows us to be able to see things like the key trends and challenges that are going on in the industry, as well as trying to map those challenges to the benefits of our solutions and products. So we're going to cover some of the key trends, challenges, and benefits for today. So what are some of the trends that we're seeing in the industry? You know, again, we mentioned that we're fortunate that we get to talk to a lot of different customers all over the place. And one of the key things that keeps coming back up from a trend and challenge perspective is that the networks that people are using today are traditionally very complex. Jason navigates to a slide that displays many common challenges and terms that are associated with today's enterprise networks including setting up multiple VLANs, dealing with disparate networks, defining policies for LAN, WLAN, and WAN, and adding resources to scale. The slide also displays a network configuration interconnected through different clouds. We see that we have to set up a whole bunch of different aspects of a network. We have multiple different VLANs, firewalls, and wireless, routing, and switching, access lists. And it's all to do with different things. And the, the key is that we want to make sure that we enable the customer or the end user to have the best experience that they, they can possibly have. Whether it's video on a network, customers bringing in their own devices just to be able to get on a guest network to be able to achieve their work or remote access to something, or whether that we have doctors using iPads to be able to look at x-rays in a healthcare environment. We have to make sure that those are seamless across all the different pieces and areas of our network. And then ultimately, we have to make sure that it's super secure. Whether you're protecting intellectual property within your corporation, or you're doing some sort of compliance like PCI or HIPAA compliance, we have to make sure that we have all the policies in place and set to be able to scale that out. And not only do we then configure all these different uh, layers of complexity, we have to scale it across our entire network. And oftentimes we, we see customers who are running global networks with a very, very lean IT staff. They might have three or four people running a global network and when you start talking about all the intricacies of building out these networks to make sure that they work across your, your entire enterprise, the scale becomes a very big issue when we start talking about how do we scale all these different technologies. Not only just scaling the technologies, but we also have to scale the business policy that follows along with that. What can talk to what? If somebody accesses this network, should they have rights to be able to get onto the internet or talk to somebody in HR? All these different pieces and policies become more and more complex when we start talking about scale. And then ultimately, that relates into a couple other operational challenges that we see. Jason turns to a slide that shows three pie graphs displaying the results from a 2016 internal Cisco customer study. The first pie graph shows that 95% of network changes are performed manually. The second graph shows that 70% of policy violations occur due to human error. 
and the final graph shows that 75% of OPEX is spent on network visibility and troubleshooting. Below these graphs is a banner displaying the overall point. Traditional networking cannot keep pace with the demands of digital business. Not only are networks already complex, you run into issues when you start talking about how do we, how do we maintain these networks. So Cisco did an internal study, which I thought was really nice of all of our customers. And based on that, they came up with that 95% of all of our customers are performing network changes manually. That's, that's a staggering amount. That basically means that you know, customers are manually logging in devices on a device-by-device -device basis, configuring things by hand, pasting in configuration, things of that nature. And then we start talking about how, how do you scale with that when customers are looking to expand relatively quickly or merging with other companies, you need to be able to be more rapid when you're starting to make these changes. That ultimately, unfortunately, leads into 70% of all the, the policy violations or tech cases that were created are basically revolving around human error or misconfiguration. Unfortunately, I, I have a story for that. I had a customer just here recently, it was a healthcare organization that had a redundant supervisor set up in one of their switches and unfortunately, in the middle of the day, the supervisor failed over to the secondary. The drawback is they misconfigured the syncing of the configuration. And when it failed over to the secondary soup, their entire network was down because none of the VLANs came up. So we start talking about how do we make sure that things like that don't happen in the future? And how do we streamline some of these operational workflows to make sure that we don't ever run or meet with issues again? And then unfortunately, that leads to the OPEX portion of the conversation. You know, not only are the operational complexities making it hard to manage and monitor your network, it's also getting to be very expensive. 75% of our customers are spending most of their OPEX budget on just looking in to see what's going on in their network and ultimately troubleshooting and trying to make sure they keep the lights on and fix it. So because of that, the traditional networks that we're used to going to device by device, one by one, it can't scale or keep up with the needs of what the businesses are looking for today. On the left-hand side of his next slide, Jason shows a network engineer standing frustrated and confused in front of a server. He shows the progression of this, which he refers to as the previous era, leading into the new era of networking, which includes services such as mobility, IoT, cloud, security, and software-defined access. You know, we started off in networking, it was a data network. It was very important that data got from point A to point B as fast as possible with absolutely no interruptions, which is great. Then years came on and we started adding different services layered over the top of them. The first one being voice or voice over IP. That was a huge transition for a lot of people in the industry. We got voice now working on top of this data network, which was the start of a converged network, which is great. But then unfortunately, there's some side effects of things that need to be taken care of with that as well. Primarily, you need to start thinking about quality of service and different applications flowing over that network for priority. But then people said voice wasn't enough, we need to move into video. And the video started with a streaming video concept. And then it became an interactive video concept. Now that we have interactive video, streaming video, voice and data all running on a single network, it's even more important how we manage and monitor our policies as far as differentiation and service on that network. But today, nowadays, all of the stuff that I just mentioned is absolutely 100% expected from every network, from anybody walking into a network. It's what we call table stakes. So a company has to have all these different services when a customer walks in to be able to utilize that, and it needs to always work at any given point in time. It's become expected of us. But then we've kind of started moving into a new era of networking. Mobility has become so pervasive 
of how companies are differentiating themselves from a business perspective that it's tremendous. You know, earlier I mentioned, you know, iPads doing x-rays in, in healthcare organizations. Another example that I just recently saw personally, our team was out in Barcelona a couple weeks ago for Cisco Live, and we went to a restaurant. In the restaurant, they actually had handheld Apple devices where they would take the orders for everybody as they walked around the table. And I thought that was kind of interesting. I've, se I've seen it before where they were doing that, but then I started asking questions about their system. They actually take these orders directly on this device. It immediately goes back to the chefs in the kitchen. They have big screens in there that says what everybody ordered. Then the chefs, instead of having to worry about tickets coming out and paper and worrying about what, you know, what order goes to what table, it routes to what waiter or waitress has that table and tells them exactly where it needs to go. And then it alerts the waiters and waitresses when the food is done so it doesn't sit up there in a hot lamp and, and get, get uh, you know, burnt or anything like that. So it's tremendous. You're looking at a restaurant in the middle of Spain using technology to leverage themselves to provide better service to their customers so they can differentiate themselves from other restaurants in the area. It's tremendous. In another use case, we start talking about things like IoT. Everybody mentions Internet of Things or Internet of Everything, but one of the key things that I thought was really interesting was how different customers utilize these different technologies. It could be manufacturing plant floors, it could be healthcare. I saw a healthcare company that had connected beds. These beds are now connected via IP to the network to make sure that customers who are laying in these beds don't get bed sores from laying too long, or if they all of a sudden fall out of the bed, they can detect that a customer fell out of the bed and alert. That's a tremendous use case. And another one, I, I was at a fitness customer recently. They give away iWatches for yearly memberships. So if you sign up for a yearly membership, they'll give you an iWatch. And the reason is it incentivizes you to sign up for a yearly membership, but you also get a watch out of it. And in their side, they have an application built so they can monitor and manage the different exercise flows that the customers do and see if they're meeting their goals. And if they're not meeting their goals, they can automatically prescribe different types of various services, one-on-one -on -one training and things like that, to help the customer better reach their goals. So it's a win-win for everybody. But again, it's another way of leveraging technology to differentiate the business. Then we start looking at things like cloud. Like it or not, everybody one way, shape, or form is using cloud, whether it's iTunes or they're using full-on disaster recovery as a service. That's becoming more and more important. We need to make sure that we have our policies that go from our edge all the way to the cloud and back, and we need to make sure we do it securely. Which brings me to security. It's at the top for a reason because it's at the top of everybody's mind. Security is number one for Cisco and all of our customers. We need to make sure that anytime we design or build a product or product set, that it wraps around what we call security. So if, if it's not secure, we can't layer things on top of it because ultimately nobody wins in that use case. All these different things of how the eras of the networking are changing point us to what we call the Catalyst 9000 series switching. Also, software-defined access, or SDA. To hear more from Jason Gooley or to view the full webinar that this segment is from, be sure to visit the Cisco Learning Network at www.ciscolearningnetwork.com. You can also visit the link in the description, which will take you to more training videos hosted by the Cisco Learning Network that lay your foundation for intent-based networking. The Cisco Learning Network contains all kinds of resources to help you get started on your networking career, including additional training videos and study groups that allow you to connect with others trying to get started on their networking careers.
Please subscribe to the Cisco Learning Network podcast and be sure to leave us a review on iTunes if you found this helpful. Thanks for listening.